1: Welcome back to Homesteads and Homeschools. This is episode number 99, which means you can find the show notes at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash 099. I am the Liberty Hippie, your fine, friendly host, here with you for another week, another week. Today, we're going to be talking to a teacher because uh, teachers are people too, right? And we, we have to talk to them. You, you may homeschool your kids. You may be on the fence. I don't know. I think, uh, teachers have, have a great insight into this whole, you know, should I homeschool or not kind of thing. And, uh, getting, getting tales from the inside can be, can be useful. So that is my guest for today and we will get into it momentarily, but I, uh, want to remind you guys all to head on over to homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash Amazon and click through the little link there when you're buying all your Christmas goodies that you can't find in town. And uh, I I will get a little kickback on that. Go over there to iTunes and uh, leave a review. You know, give me your favorite drink recipe that you will be consuming on uh, this holiday season. And that should be uh, something something interesting for people to read, right? Other than just you all out there speaking my praises. Yeah, guys, I think that's about it. We're just going to get right into it. So let's go plant those Liberty seeds with my guest, Mr. Michael perez Some
0: of them don't know what to go. Some of them trust the instincts that something's missing from the show. Some of them pieces on a gang signs are groggy low. Some of them teachers wash the flame for a return, our chunks to go. Some of them embers still blow, them charcoal hunts and low. Some of them come with a hunger suppressed, not let them feel the death blow, yo. Man, the in your hand, slam all right your
1: fist so my my guest today is uh, mr Michael Parizzetti. Um kind of going through this again because I, I can't keep track of everything but uh yeah so he's, he's here today to talk about school stuff uh, we've got talked to him for a little while about things so i think he got an interesting story to share and, and some some ideas and, and concerns so michael thank you for your time today I, I appreciate it um so some of your some of your background here um you're a teacher now um how did you how did you get there were you, were you always like a teacher
0: no um i wanted to be a teacher for a very very long time and didn't jump on it until three years ago We i was living in florida North, further, teach, and they they have very, they have various um, teacher residency programs Okay. the country. Teach for America, Urban Teachers, and then they have various um teacher residency programs. They're basically apprenticeship programs where you can start teaching and you don't have to have certification. But I, as I discovered after they um, failed. Many of us this, mm-hmm. this last year before I got the job that I was where I was teaching. Shortly after that, um, they they have these programs and they're exclusive to some cities. They won't hire outside of that because there's a very high turnover and they can pay the teachers very very.
1: Much. Okay.
0: Which I when I found that I, I, that was interesting information.
1: <laughs> yeah. So who? So the program is set up who. Who runs the program? Like, is it a, a, a is it through a school? Is it like um, just a certificate, or what? What is it? Do you know?
0: Done through it's done through a I I guess it um, a school district in this case or a city. Okay. And it's a I, I never quite figured out if it was a a nonprofit or a private enterprise thing, or okay. if it was a combination.
1: Okay. All right, I think, and I think now that the yeah, I think about it more, I think I've seen some of those where it's like a like a teaching program through like a city school district, um, and it isn't. I'm I'm not sure. I, it might be associated yeah, with happened. like a local college. I didn't realize it. Okay, yeah, I was thinking about Savannah. Huh.
0: No, I know. I don't know if Savannah. Did. Well, Savannah might
1: have. They they do now. I think called the yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, so, uh, were other people having? Issues with it as well, kind of like seeing some of the stuff that you saw.
0: People who got kicked out. Yeah. Okay. And in, in my case, it was a very. It was the very last day. I, I watched because I didn't have a car at the time, so I couldn't leave, and I was waiting for a ride. I watched people outside come out, bawling, crying, mm-hmm. and I thought about that, and I realized that if if they keep doing this the way that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a. They're gonna run into a problem because they're gonna. They're going to. They're going. To, they're going to, they may run into somebody who's who seems okay, and then becomes unhinged. Yeah. From the way that they treat you, because they didn't treat people very nicely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what What was their? Did they? What was the reasoning? Like why? Why are people getting kicked out, Dina?
0: They have this criteria. Hmm. Um. And if you don't meet their criteria, if you're below that criteria and you're not, quote, unquote, an effective teacher. And we'll get to that when we get to the the teaching, the, the teaching that I did last year in Baltimore County schools, which isn't connected to the same school district. They have this criteria. And if you don't match that criteria... You're not considered an effective.
1: And were those criteria? So it was just kind of a list. at what or some was some of it like in class? Like did did they watch you in in a classroom? Like oh, in yeah. a student teaching thing and kind of base it off that? Or how did they sway yeah, it all? So
0: that's, that's what they did. There was there was I don't know exact I don't know the I don't remember the exact. There's three areas because they're probably very similar. The, the stuff that I had to deal with in the city. Probably very, very similar to the stuff I had to deal with in the county. But the the county was a whole mainly a whole year, or at least a whole year up until March when they kicked everybody out and sent everybody home. But in the case of the city, it was only for about four weeks. It was two weeks of training, and then continuous training in the afternoons, and then four weeks of teaching in the morning.
1: Wow. Okay. It's not, not a whole lot of time.
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't a whole lot of time at all.
1: And I will say te- teaching is one of those things where it takes time to kind of perfect, um, you know, and just...
0: That's what I thought. And it's, and I also learned, and this is, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but there's too many kids in the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> there's way too many kids in the classroom. and the Classrooms need to be 10 and under.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No more than
1: that. Yeah, there's, the, the smaller classrooms are... are... It's amazing how much more you can accomplish and, and actually get done. Um,
0: I have four classes now. I have one class. There's three classes that are that are. I believe two of them are 18 boys. One of them is 17, and then one of them is six. Okay. It's night and day.
1: Yeah, you're better able to to build those relationships and those ah, you know and actually. Yeah communicate and make people feel appreciated. So you, you you were there. So what did you do after you got out or how did that did, so did they they give you a job or
0: No, they didn't. Great. I, I moved up here and I have nothing. Okay. And one of the other people that got kicked out, he he had lived here for a while. So he said, "Apply to the county. Here's where you doing Here's the link. Here's the phone number. Here's the, here's the woman you need to talk to." Go do this. And so I did it and went and applied at a school that was about 17 miles away, which was a good distance for me. And I, that was a, this is when I didn't have a car. And so the bus ride was quite extensive. And I took my bicycle, and that was not that bad, but the bus ride was quite extensive. And they said they would call me back. They never did. I wish they had. And then there was one that was five miles away, which was closer. Seemed ideal. Now, the, the thing is, I moved up here to make a difference in an urban environment, which means I didn't want to be in a classroom filled with. There's there's no other way to put it with, with, mo- with the majority of white kids. Okay. I wanted to be in a classroom with with people who needed my help. And that didn't happen in the in the in the summertime it happened before and then, then they closed the program and then they kicked a bunch of us out. When I went to the county it was the split was about thirty percent black American, about thirty percent give or take Hispanic, probably about 35 percent white, then a variety of smaller minorities of others.
1: So how was it like did they did you have to when you got your job there did you have to get another certificate or did they take you on and
0: you had three years to do it okay and i quickly became completely and utterly overwhelmed and i never got it. i never got the certification and then there were a series of four evaluations they come into the classroom um and the criteria is classroom management cultural learning and there was a there was one other thing, but those are the two main things. And they when they came into the room, it would be the assistant principal and then the head of the department, my the English department because I taught English, asking the kids if they, if they're learning anything. <laughs> they either lie very well or they don't lie very well.
1: That that that, that um. Just an in, interesting way to uh, go about things, asking. of, co- of co- I mean, I, I know, I think back to when I did in, in middle school and high school and, you know, things I would have said or if, you know, if I didn't like a teacher or if I liked a teacher, you know? Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. See that. <laughs> and that's what happened. There was one particular classroom that I didn't realize until the very end was attempting to get me kicked out. And, and by any means necessary. Um, the first one, and I didn't look at the paperwork until, and I still have it. Hiding underneath my bookcase, they the, the kids accused me of touching. One kid accused me of touching, and I looked at the paperwork months later, and it says that I threw him against the wall. And they went, they went to the administration and said that, and I had to go to a class to on how to handle, essentially how to, to put it as crudely as possible, how to handle problem children. Right. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's see that and that's that's one of the things I think like. You know, it, when you're, even if that's not your child, right? Even if that's not your student, um, yeah. those are things that you run into in in a public school system, right? And and that doesn't just you know hurt teachers that are, are there, you know, trying to do something for you. That that detracts from everybody else's learning experience. Um, you know, when you start holding holding grudges against certain, te- you know, just uh, I don't know. Did the did the admin ever like talk to you about it or
0: no? I mean, not, I had to, no, not that, that was a different one. That was, a, that was the one after I, it, it, the class, the class was pretty much a joke. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, and when I, when I, when I talk to the administration, the, it's all the way that they have it laid out is you don't have any means to defend yourself and to argue your point, right? You, this is what, this is what's going to happen. This is how you're going to be punished. And this is a warning or it's a punishment or you're you it's going down your permanent record. There was there didn't seem to be any sort of support. That kid got moved to a different class and he he came into my classroom once a, a few months later and got in my face. And the only my only my only um my only option is to get on the phone and call and say so and so is out of the classroom and he's He's in my classroom and he's he's harassing me. It it got stupid. What I heard that during that year from somebody towards the very end is that this had been a problem since about 2000, somewhere between 2010 and 2012. I don't remember exactly. There was a federal law that was passed. No spanking. No no physical discipline. Now, granted, I... I was spanked in the first grade um, because I copied somebody who pulled the chair out from somebody else. I don't remember the spanking. I I do remember being outside of the principal's office and giggling Hmm. because I heard the other boy being spanked. My granny was in the school system. So I was, to a certain extent, she was in another school system. She knew everybody because my grandpa was sheriff. She knew everybody. And she didn't, my grandmother was not somebody you messed with. <laughs> and I probably got treated less difficultly with her around than being just my parents. Because my parents would have absolutely no idea what to do. I shouldn't have been spanked then, but there were things that the kids did that probably deserved some sort of punishment, but not to the extreme that this is what did with I can't remember his name, and she boxed his ears. Yeah, he couldn't sit still. This was in the fifth grade, but it's total chaos now. They can do they they can they know they can do whatever they want. They can, they know they can get away with it, and they know they're just going to get sent home, and 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 that's about it. There's no learning. Going. There doesn't seem to be any learning going on. It just seems to be busy working. And then we're not even talking about Common Core. That's the whole. Other thing. <laughs> yeah
1: I think and that's that's part of it, right like is this there's not anything I don't think it matters what public school you you go to or even what what private school you go to um you know the numbers may be slightly different but you're always going to have kids that are not interested in learning right they're not there to you know necessarily to to learn and, and move on they're you know they're doing their thing and being disruptive and there's they know there's really no repercussions right like OK, so they get they you get expelled, you go home and, you know, mom and dad are, are working anyway and you're home alone, hanging out, doing your thing. Um, it's, a, it's a dicey situation.
0: It's a cage. It's a, it's have you you heard you surely have heard of the expression school to prison pipeline. Right. Yep. In Baltimore, it's real. The people running the schools are black Americans. They're getting paid to keep the kids in the classroom. They don't care. In the county, it's the same. The population is different, but it's it's still a kid in the sixth grade. I think across the country is no longer elementary school. There's no reset. Right. It's thirty minutes for lunch, and somebody yelling at you with a megaphone mm-hmm. to shut up, sit down, eat your food, and and don't talk. Yeah. For thirty minutes.
1: It's um, it, it, it's it's wild, and and. I mean, I don't know if it's always been like that. And as I, you know, I'm trying to remember back to when I had high school and I, I don't recall that, but, you I know, I
0: don't remember that either,
1: <laughs> you know, so and in, in, in,
0: I had an hour for lunch in high school and in probably in elementary school. And it wasn't, I mean, it, 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 at, at, at elementary school before sixth grade, it was a cafeteria and the food was pretty disgusting, but that's, <laughs> that's a whole other, whole other conversation.
1: Yeah. It's always been, uh. It, it's true, though. You know, you think about that, like how how much time they they spend at the desk. You know, it and wasn't,
0: it wasn't thirty minutes for lunch. It wasn't rushed. It wasn't shoveling everything down as fast as you could and then get to the next class with some with some food because you haven't had time.
1: Yeah, you think what, why have you seen anything? Do you any reasoning, any rationale behind? That is it, you know, part of the standards. You got to get all the standards in. There's more seat time is is required. Um, do you do you know?
0: I, I cannot I cannot speculate other than the fact that they they it, well I mean we, we get down we get down to the to the fact that these all go back because I wrote this into my I wrote some of this into my thesis and I and I had thought for the longest time that it was Prussian, but it's not. It's It's factory school. It's, it's programming kids. To do what they're told, follow directions, and not ask any questions, Mm -hmm. and become good, compliant citizens who don't ask any questions.
1: Yeah, I I think there's a a lot of that, right? Um, Because even when you do ask questions, they're 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 not answered. And I think some of that, you know, is is be in part the training that teachers go through, right? Like you
0: best to answer those questions, but I didn't take the training that else
1: did. But and that's it, right? So and I remember because I had I had a, a. couple teachers in, in high school that that would answer, that would, you know, like, talk about things that are, are taboo or, or not uh, normally talked about in schools, right? Like, like let's talk about Abraham Lincoln and, and what really that was all about. Let's talk about, you know, George Washington, you know, there there was no cherry tree. Like, that's just a big myth to make us, you know, all these storied people, you know? Um, and I, I remember some of those conversations, but I think, too, like, there's not, there's not time. Like you're not allowed to, to, to have some of those conversations to teach some of those lessons. Um, Rough. I'm kind of so when 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 you did your your training and stuff, um, and you got in the classroom, was there? Did you have any time to get into the things that you wanted to get into, or was it kind of like how how scripted? How much stuff did they? You I, know?
0: I tried to be scripted. I'm not scripted very well. I had a lesson plan, and then I, I went before far. For the western point, and I had everything printed out so the kids could see it. They hated the handouts. and I had everything written down. So, what do we do next? And I had to repeat it five times, according to one of the people who was one of my allegedly one of my coaches, who was a big pain in my butt. <laughs> um, she was, she was, she became very toxic to me, and I dreaded having her in the room. She said, "I'm doing it wrong. Well. and they all, everyone kept coming to me and saying. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. Well, show me the formula that I need to do because that's how my brain works. Well, this doesn't work this way. This is teaching, really.
1: So the common core and all the standards and stuff, how much How much is spelled out for you in terms of, you know, like you have to use book X, you have to, you know, or is it like here's five books, pick one? Or
0: It's not a particular book. There were particular books that we could use if we wanted to, but it's not a particular book. It's a particular there's a there's the grade level and then there's point two, point three of like particular parts of speech or grammar or concepts. But there was no grammar being taught. And a lot of times we weren't supposed to grade it according to the grammar. And what I wanted to do was grade it according to their understanding of, of concepts. And I wanted to teach. I wanted to teach critical thinking. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> and there was one lesson. And the class that was the least behaved, that wanted me out of there, they did the best on that particular lesson. The other class, because this was the, these were, these were I had two advanced classes and and three regular classes. And the second advanced class didn't do well on the, the debating things. We did one thing of critical thinking and debate. The standard classes didn't see it until we went, we had to do everything on virtually via the computer. And so most of them didn't show up most of the time. One class showed up consistently almost all the time. And they were my favorite class. And they were the ones that didn't do well when when we debated for one reason or another. They were the most, they they liked me the most. And they were, they, they behaved the the best, honestly.
1: Are you, are you doing, so you're still teaching now. You changed.
0: I'm in a private school teaching, teaching Jewish boys.
1: Okay. Um, is that virtual? Is that uh, you're all still still there? Okay. All right. And how's that going?
0: Plastic partition at the front of the, the room on the table and my, and the desk that I'm supposed to be sitting behind is right behind it. I don't like big desks. So I pull up a student's desk to the front of the room backwards and then get a regular chair, which isn't the chair that sits behind my desk. Cause I don't like that either. Um, and I sit there with my computer because there. I, I I realize that after giving them lessons for about a month that they couldn't write. These these boys are in the eleventh grade; they're about to finish, and they can't write. I'm seeing now that some of them can write.
1: When you when you say can't write, like they just can't can't make like a coherent paragraph. Their grammar's off. Like, what do you mean? Like what?
0: Sometimes the grammar, but a lot of times the coherent thought. And so, the the principal is. With certain exceptions, because he's getting more and more into my business, which I don't like, he's letting me do whatever I want, as long as he knows ahead of time what I'm going to be doing, and assigns things to them every day so that I can keep them under control. Not his words, but his intent, right? which I don't like either. Um, the boys don't like it, because they have these things called exit tickets. So you're supposed to do this by the end of the day to show that, to show that you've understood the lesson for the day. Yep. So I've, I've modified them to the point, like, so what have you found in your writing today? Because I, I signed it. When I found out they couldn't write very well and they weren't returning the assignment like I asked them to, I assigned a research paper. They don't get access. They get access to a library and they get access to librarians or people who are acting as librarians but don't have an MLS. And, and while I have a problem with people with titles that, that don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm librarians usually know what they're doing, and they have an MLS, and I wanted, to, I wanted to get one of those at one point, but I never got around to it. The librarians they have in that library don't know what they're doing. And originally, the assignment, I was going to find all the resources for, and the principal said, no, let them do the research with the librarian. They need to do this themselves." I said, okay, and I went back to the boys, and I, t- I told them, I said, well, that changed. You're gonna have to go do this. And they raised, they, they raised, holy hell. They said, have you met the librarians? <laughs> Principal said it was okay. You'll be fine. And then I started to see the research coming back that they were being given. And I realized that if I didn't step up and go do digging for this stuff myself, we'd be in big trouble. So I've uploaded books. I've uploaded articles. I've uploaded more books and more articles and websites because they don't have access to the Internet. Except at school, in the classroom. Not in the door, Because it's all dorms. Okay. And they don't have access over in the dorm, so they can't take the computer home and do homework on the weekend. Wow! Have to do it in the class. Interesting. Interesting is a good word. <laughs> we're not even talking about the fact that what I have done is probably technically um, not necessarily approved by the establishment. All
1: right. So, um, have you? Is there more leeway for you as a, a teacher in the private school than there is in? Uh, your, your public school
0: in this particular instance yes we haven't even gotten to the story i, to- I, I said i needed to tell you <laughs> um in this particular most of the time yes but not all the time one board either has been pushed through with some serious learning disabilities and i i even in spite of the fact that the principal has said we don't um shun the disabilities here we address them and, and it, he it, it did it he didn't say it directly, but he said it in so many words. What I have seen is that they ignore them. The, the community, because this is this is an Orthodox Jewish community, they have a tendency to ignore things and pretend they don't exist. So this boy has been pushed through either with a learning disability or he's just plain stupid. And I don't believe he's just plain stupid. I believe he's got a learning disability. And so I went to the, I, I went to the principal at least two or three times and another higher authority who goes around and disciplining the boys who were getting out of hand. Because I can send them out of the room when they, right. instead of having to call it. And I'm getting better and better at sending them out because I'm losing my faith. I kept telling the principal and this other man that he needs a tutor. And I, I was told, no, just grade him hard. You're not grading him hard enough. I showed him what I was doing and because he was doing, he was, fin- he was completing the requirements of what I asked for but not the way that I wanted to see it. And he said, one of them said, just grade him harder. And then I and I kept saying, he needs a tutor. And then I finally mm-hmm. went and talked to the principal again. And he said, well, his work isn't that bad, really? Because I sent him samples of every exam, like assignments. I just sent it to him because they're doing everything online now. It's not on paper because we're writing a paper. We're writing a research paper. He looks at me and he says, have him ask his parents to help him with his homework. Really? No. <laughs> and a friend of mine who runs a tutoring company who hasn't had a chance to have she's still working on getting clients and, and getting this thing built up. Um, and I met her applying for that job. So we've, we've become we've become closer friends, which is which which is interesting. She's been pushing me to, to be more myself in these situations. And I talked to her afterwards, and she said, well, you shouldn't have gone to the to the boy and talked to him without the, the principal being present. They didn't do what they didn't realize, and I didn't realize, and I'll never talk to that boy again about this particular thing unless the principal is present. And I tried to get meeting with the two of them, and the last day that I was there, last week, the principal disappeared during the period that I was supposed to go talk to him with this boy. He asked me to ask him to ask his parents for help. Yeah, and I, I told him, I said, "Look, he needs a tutor." Well, the parents have to be asked for that. I said, "Why didn't somebody tell?" Nobody told me this before. All of a sudden, they're 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 being freer with the information before they didn't tell me. And I and I said, "Because because I usually when I when I ask something, I'm polite about it, but I'm usually very straightforward because it's where my brain works." And he said, "It requires a fine touch." I said, "I would prefer that you make that phone call." So I haven't followed up with him to ask him if he's made that phone call. (laughs) Um, The woman who runs the tutoring company said that she, that he is responsible for calling, not me because he wanted me to call. It's his responsibility. There's a lot of stuff that is being played out in this particular scenario, in this Mm -hmm. particular culture, that's playing very, very fast and loose with, with me. And then in some cases, in many cases with the boys.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, so I are seeing kind of some things like that, you know, and I think part of it is just like, there's, there's no, nobody actually really knows what's supposed to be going on. Right. Like that the, <laughs> there's so much stuff going on. Nobody, nobody knows, you know, what, what T you're supposed to cross and who's supposed to dot that I and, and you know, where, where it lands. Cause there's so many, so much red tape and so many lines that you can't cross or you can't, things you can't say, you can't do. Um,
0: All I want to do is teach them to think critically. Mm -hmm. and analyze things independently on their own. And I've told them at least a handful of times. When you get out of here, if you decide to go on to university and you encounter professors, some of them have very particular opinions. And if you write anything for an assignment that goes against (laughs) their opinion, they may grade you according to their opinion. In this classroom, I will grade you according to your analysis. And one of them didn't believe me. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> and I told them, I said, I'm going to grade you according to your ability, not according to, to whether or not I, because I, they, they keep trying to, to find out what my political philosophy is. And I made the mistake of telling them that I was voting for Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> the first time I voted since 2008 and 2009, because I voted in the Italian election, and that was a huge mistake. <laughs> and the last time was in 2008, and I voted for Obama. And I haven't touched I haven't touched it since In 2016. I didn't tell anybody I wasn't voting because people were upset.
1: Yeah, yeah, it there's a lot of stupid. that.
0: It got even more stupid this time, and it's still and and I have no idea what's going on now because I have left Facebook.
1: That's that's the best way to go. Uh, you just just leave some of that stuff behind, and you know the stuff that matters. You you will learn about eventually, and the rest of it is all I just know. noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, what? Any? Any? Any thoughts on, on how we can make it better? How can how can teaching actually be better? How can the classroom actually get better? What What can we do if we have to send our kids to public school? What can we do as as parents? If we're teachers, what can we do? Any Any ideas?
0: Two or three thoughts. This last school year when they closed everything down, I said the parents need to get together and form these collectives, neighborhood collectives and start their own community school, homeschooling collectives, especially the parents who don't believe they have any economic power because they're low income and they're economically distressed. Didn't happen in most cases. I believe it happened probably in some places, in some cases, but here probably not. the schools need to be smaller like 10. And there yeah. was a movement in the 80s apparently to, to have it. It was a small school, a small classroom movement. And you know what killed that? Common Core. Common Core killed it. The parents need to revolt against yeah. the state government and say, we're not going to take it anymore. And the teachers need to join. What I noticed last year in the in the school building, the administration cares only about two or three things: care about retaining their job, getting more money for their job, getting an advancement in in pay or an advancement in title, or both, and the data, the numbers, just to, just so they can go to the parents and say, "See, see what the data says. That the testing says that you're that that we're doing fine. That we're doing our job, and that we're improving, according to the test." Tests are baloney The union, the union only cares about one thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least in this particular instance. Granny taught. Granny was in the administration. She never joined the unions. She refused. But in this particular and in in, in in some cases I think unions are, 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 are a good things. My dad. My dad was in the union. It, it's paying him, it's paying him a pension and it's Giving him limited um, health insurance because they've reduced it, but the union in this particular case is only interested in one thing: the union. Yeah. Now, the teachers. Many of the teachers probably care about the kids. The ones that I encountered seem. Yep. There may be one or two teachers that I didn't encounter, or some that I did. Only there for the job, but it doesn't pay very much. It's very. Strange. Right. Neither the administration. Or the union, I didn't mention anything about children, did I? They don't care.
1: Yep, it's uh, it's one of those things. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to watch because I think, you know, you have some people that are able to make it through and and navigate it, and they they do well by the kids. Uh, but I think a lot of people just get bogged down in the rigmarole of it all, and and they, not that they lose the the their ability to teach or, you know, what they do. But it's just, it's kind of like, okay, I need to, I just need to get there and get it done. And and it becomes a job because there's just too much of the other stuff um, going on.
0: One of the other sides this is that the the administration's definition of teaching differed from mine because they have their, they have their formulas and their criteria and their teaching rubric.
1: Yep. (sighs) I don't know. know. Anything else you want to, want to share before we, Get going here.
0: Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, the, par- the parents need to revolt. Yeah, they need to homeschool their kids because the kids are not. Parents need to listen to their kids. They're not. Most of them are not listening to their kids. They're yeah. believing what what the school and what in, in, in many cases when the teachers are not paying attention and they're doing and the teachers are following the directions according to what the administration tells them, not to what their conscience tells them and what their common sense tells them. And they call somebody, they call the administration, they have CPS show up when somebody's playing with a, a BB gun or a water mm-hmm. gun in virtual school. Come on.
1: Got to trust the experts, man.
0: The Parents need to trust their kids. They need to trust their kids more and they need to believe what their kids are telling them because they're not listening to it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's tough, you know. It's a tough thing to, to think about sometimes. I, I think you, you do have you got to trust your kids because they, you know, they know. And uh, any any place we can go to find you online or anything like that, any place you want people to go check out or
0: there's radiocasbah.com, R A D I O C A S B A H dot com, and then MichaelParizecki.com. So there's the the internet radio thing which I'm getting geared up again hopefully very quickly to start doing stuff again because I miss it um, and then Michael is all the academic stuff
1: I will throw those those links in the show notes for people to go check out and uh, yeah I appreciate your time I wish you wish you luck with it all. Um, is something you're going to stick with you think
0: um I need to be working with kids yeah I don't necessarily believe it's going to be in Maryland. I need to leave Maryland as soon as I can, <laughs> um, and I will stay at this school as long as I'm able to. But I believe the, um, the woman who runs the tutoring company, she has several different cert- certifications from Coursera that are official, legally recognized certifications, including a an IEP um, coach um, certification that cost her a good chunk of money, and I, I want to get that too. I believe my 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 destiny is working with kids who have challenges individually Mm -hmm. to help them succeed. Um, Working in a classroom with a bunch of kids is not probably where I need to be. And I also wanna go back to school and get a PhD I think at this point. I think I've I've given myself a rest from the the chaos and joke that was my master's degree that I have to go get a PhD in um, social thought Okay. And finish doing the things that I'm studying about propaganda and finally get it done. Right. Well, but the school going to pay my way. I'm not going to yeah. pay. Me. Yeah. It's not this time. All right, man. Well, I, I wish
1: you luck with all that stuff. And, uh, <laughs> All right, guys, that was that was Michael. Uh, he's in the Keybase group that uh, I have there, and I've talked to him before a few times um, on other other things, and knew he had, had some good stuff to say and wanted him to come on and share it, and I, I'm glad that he did, and I hope you all are glad as well. I mentioned at the top of the show, homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash Amazon iTunes. uh, What else is there to tell you guys to do? Go over to patreon.com slash the Liberty Hippie and help out that way if you see fit. And um, I don't know, whatever else you may be doing, share the love. Let other people know that this this show, this thing exists. And if you have ideas of what you want to see, of what you want to hear, people you want to see, people you want to hear, uh, please go ahead and let me know. Homesteads and Homeschools at gmail.com. Of course, you can go over to Twitter and find me on the Twitter bot at uh, H-S Pod. So anyway, I guess that's all. Um, hope you all have a wonderful time getting ready for, for the holiday season here. And uh, I will see you back here on uh, next Tuesday for episode number 100. In the meantime, you all get out there so the seeds of liberty we can all reap seeds of freedom
0: together. we